you believe it? We're two weeks into December. It's time to start slowing down for a few weeks to enjoy the Christmas season, celebrate the birth of Christ, welcome in the new year, and recharge our batteries ready for a great 2020. Hi, I'm David Wright, host of the podcast series Succeed with Money, which is an initiative of the Spending Planners Institute. The Institute is the leading authority in providing education and assistance in helping people to remove their money stress, solve their everyday money problems, and get back in control of their lives. You know, nobody fails with money on purpose. So every week in our podcasts, we're exploring the causes of money stress and the solutions so our listeners can succeed with money. I'm here with my co-hosts, Carol and Mose, and you should be getting excited because today we're going to present you with a really powerful strategy that will help you to be more successful with money in 2020 than in the past. Even if your 2019 was a pretty good year, this strategy will help you to really raise the bar and make sure that you have an even better 2020. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, David. I think a lot of people are so busy at this time of year that they hardly get time to stop and look back to see if they're on track or not. But now is the perfect time to do it. Um, you know, we need to be using this Christmas break just to shut down, to turn off and, and to reflect. Um, you know, we can pat ourselves on the back for what we did well yeah. and also and also ask ourselves how we managed to mess up the things that maybe didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah, well, you, quite often that just happens without even thinking about it. It's kind of like Murphy's Law. If something can go wrong, it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, and look, you've probably heard me say in other episodes that we learn far more from pain than we ever do from pleasure. So my, my thinking is it's in looking back at the things that didn't go so well that we're going to find the keys to a better 2020. Um, you know, it, I think back to all of the things, you know, property investments and all manner of things in the past that whether I, I had anything to do with it going right or not, it went well. And I just thought, oh, well, how cool am I for getting it right? But it was only when things went wrong that I recognised that I really had no idea and I was just a passenger in that success. And it was the pain of failing and losing that made me actually stop and think, I probably should have put more thought into that or I should have been more careful about that or whatever. So, yeah, looking backwards is important. Yeah, and I always say, David, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Um, yeah. And I know, you know, not even looking back over the last 12 months, but over the last few years, you know, you look back and think, oh, well, maybe I could have done things a little bit differently. Yeah. <laughs> well, well you, you talk about hindsight is perfect vision, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to come up with this really corny one because next year's 2020. Hindsight gives us perfect 2020 vision. Do you like that? I, yeah, I do actually like that. I'll go with that one. <laughs> I just made it up. Pretty cool. <laughs> Hind, hindsight is the perfect 2020 vision. Well, there's no other time that you could really say that. So, well, and have it mean as much as it does right now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I love the fact that we're heading into 2020 because for me, yeah, it's about um, getting clarity and having vision about um, what the future is going to look like and to to improve on what we've done in the past. So as you say, great time to look back yep. and great time to look forward at 2020 and get some vision around what we actually want that one to look like. Yeah. Well, you know, last week we talked about New Year's resolutions and how New Year's resolutions are really just goals that we 
due on the 1st of January. Um, but any time of the year is a good time to set a goal to achieve something. So um, right now, I think, it yeah, it's a great time to look back, look at what was good about 2019, look at what we got wrong, think about how we can get those things right next year and, and have a, a better 2020 vision. So let me ask you this question, Carolyn. How happy are you with your 2019 and what would you change? Well, do you know, David, um, that's a really interesting question. And um, I know we, we talked about this prior to the podcast and it was something that I was actually reflecting on um, last night and early this morning. And I thought, what would I actually change? Yeah. You know, because really, I mean, I, I, I love my home. I love where I live. Um, I love my job. I'm passionate about, you know, my business as a spending planner. I love that. Yeah. Um, my family's doing well. Um, I get to enjoy the grandkids. So I, I was thinking, is there really anything that I would change? And I really couldn't come up with a, because everything kind of just, you know, went along nicely this year. We didn't have any major dramas or traumas. And you had an overseas holiday. We did have an overseas holiday. It was great. Yeah. It was it was actually a really good year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess if I think about my year, um, yeah, I went on an overseas holiday. I worked on the business, which I love doing because spending planning, like you, it's my passion, and we want to get the word out to the whole world that you don't have to you know, have money stress. You can have money success. Um, with that, without changing a lot, so we're both pretty passionate about that, which is why we started this podcast this year, and I think we're both happy that we've done that. But um, so, I, yeah, you're going to say something, or yeah, I was just going to say, I I think I think looking back, you know, I think yeah, we've we've achieved the podcast, we've set out, you know, we set out to do certain things, we've achieved those things, and so I, yeah, would I. Would I repeat 2019? Am I am I happy with 2019? I am actually quite happy with 2019. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a bit comfortable, I think. Okay. <laughs> so we we both sound like we're just too too lovely. Uh, and I'm wondering about our listeners whether you know, how many of them are sitting there thinking or whatever they might be standing. Who knows? Thinking, well, you suck because <laughs> my year wasn't like that. My year was um you know pressure, stress, money, kids relationships. In fact, someone said to me once that, and I hadn't thought about it before, but if you actually stop and think about it, every day, every person, their, their whole mission for the day is to manage time, relationships, and money. And if you can get all of those three right, you have a good day. So there must be a lot of people listening in who can manage to get one or two, and some even maybe all three of those, but I wonder how many people listening in actually would think, I'd be happy to repeat last year. Yeah, true. And I guess, you know, in, in I know in working with, with a lot of my clients, um, the stress and the anxiety and the pressure that they do have, you mm -hmm. know, before they, um, before I meet with them and, well, you know, they, they share what their life is like and pretty much every one of them wants to make a change. They don't really want to repeat the last year, the last 12 yeah. months. Yeah. And, you know, and I can say, I mean, and I just want to qualify with, with everyone that, you know, um, yep, I had a great year this year and, and everything was great, but I can look back at, at years 
where it wasn't so great and oh, yeah. um and life was pretty tough life yeah. was, was really tough at times yeah well now that we're both 60 something um we <laughs> oh I'll, I'll i'll have to delete that or maybe not or not <laughs> all right so look what the whole reason that we're here doing this podcast is was because we know that there are people who are hurting financially um relationship wise time wise and you know everything comes back to money because if your money's okay you, you can deal with time pressure and relationship pressure but if money's upside down and really causing you stress any other little thing that goes wrong, it just seems 10 times worse. So um, so I've got a question for you because it sounds like we're both pretty comfortable. We're both just, you know, a bit cruisy. So maybe we're not the right people to, to be reflecting because we're trying to help people who aren't in that comfortable, cozy position. So I've got this question and, and I want our listeners to put themselves into this same thought process because I think it will help them. Um, because you know not everyone is going to respond like like I think you will. Um, lots of people putting up with bad situations. So, so here's the question: If you had a blank canvas for 2020, no limitations at all, you could just paint any picture you like. What picture would you paint for yourself for 2020? Okay, a blank canvas. If I had a blank canvas and I could paint a picture, yeah. Of the next 12 months I would be I would paint a picture of every country in Europe <laughs> yeah they would um, in that picture I would have every member of my family with mm -hmm. me including the grandchildren yeah. and we would just be enjoying the sights and the sounds and the food and the culture and just having a yeah the smells and the views, yep. Absolutely. How unrealistic is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I've given you the opportunity to just paint a, a picture of, you know, whatever you would like, so go for it. So Europe, how long in Europe? Oh, gosh, can I have the whole year? <laughs> <laughs> What's your do canvas? I, do, do, I, do I even have to come home? Can I just continue that? you know, just that idyllic lifestyle of travelling the world. You know, we can start with Europe, but then we'll head off to, you know, other continents. <laughs> and because uh, I'd like to do Alaska as well and the Antarctic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I want to do the cold, but anyway, um, I think think I agree with you. So that sounds amazing. It, like, So you just pretty much wouldn't come home. You just have one big long holiday for 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. And have all the family with you. So, yeah. you know. Um, totally. I mean, kids can be homeschooled, can't they? Or yeah. So I think the picture that you just painted then is have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Is probably. That right? I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it does sound amazing. <laughs> well, you, you, you did say, you know, I, this is a blank. This is my canvas. I can do what I like with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the reason I asked you that question was because a minute ago, or probably five minutes ago, you said to me that. Yeah, 2019 was a pretty good year, and oh, what would I change? Oh, I probably wouldn't change anything. You know, I love my job, I love my business, helping people as a spending planner, I love my house, and all of this stuff that you said you love, that you're comfortable with, and, and you wouldn't change anything. And then I just gave you a different perspective and said, what if you had a blank slate, a blank canvas, what would you do? And what you just told me was absolutely 100% different 
to the last year that you said was okay. Isn't that a little crazy? Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I guess, David, it's, um, it's because we get, we get comfortable with where we're at, I think. And, yeah. and I am comfortable with where I am. Yeah. But given the opportunity, there's, there's always something else that, yeah. and I and I think for any, you know, I, I know when I first started, I remember one of my clients when I first started working with them, you know, he was working a 60-hour week and they were struggling to just make ends meet every mm -hmm. week. Their family time was limited and the stress and anxiety in that house was just palpable, you know. Yeah. And the one thing I said to him at that first meeting was, what would you really, what's one thing that you would really like? And he said, you know what? I just like a holiday. Yep. And I said, okay. Sounds like we all like want a holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I said, you know, but where would you like to go? And he said, I think I'd like to go on a cruise. And I said, okay, where are we cruising to? And in the next few minutes, I got him excited about the possibility that life could actually be different to what it currently was. Right. You know, um, and, and by the end of that first minute, he's like, really? Can we, can we actually really do that? Can I actually think about that? And all of a sudden the mindset shift that went on in that house yeah. to the stress and anxiety at the beginning, within an hour, he, you know, I left and he was smiling Excited. thinking, yeah. oh my goodness, there's actually, there, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. We can, yeah. we can actually, can, we can really do this, you know. This so, so let's have a little, little um, check up then, because you said what I did last year was fine and dandy. You said, if I had a, had the opportunity, next year would be just this great big holiday. And I, I've got a question. Do you think that that would be realistic, What you the picture you painted on that blank canvas? Oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, let me ask you this question. Do you think that there is somebody else on this planet who's, who's this year or their next year was just a holiday? More than likely. I would have to have to say absolutely. So for them, it's totally realistic. Yeah. And and but we're both sitting here going, oh, that'd be lovely. But we're laughing about it and joking about it because we're both kind of saying, ah, oh, well, the reason we're laughing is because we probably don't think it's realistic. So and what you just talked about with that couple that that you know that family that was so stressed working so many hours a week just putting a tiny little glimmer of hope that they could even just have a little old cruise for maybe a week, you know, 2% of the year. One week's 2% of a year, isn't it, yeah, roughly? Um, and that that made them feel so much like, oh, wow, how cool could that be? It just goes to show you that, and I earlier today when we were getting ready for this podcast, I said to you, um, if we could get everybody who's listening to this podcast to just think back to when they left school I mean right now there's you know a hundred thousand kids finishing school in Australia about to embark on the journey called life and they've got these amazing expectations these amazing thoughts about what their life is going to be you know marry the handsome prince or the the beautiful princess drive a Ferrari live in the castle um, you know <laughs> lie on the beach every day whatever and and you think about you when you left school, and I think about me when I left school, and if everybody listening in did the same thing, how's that going? How, how is that going? Like where at now, 
is that unfolding or have you gone, uh, okay, well, along the way I've adjusted that dream. I've adjusted that expectation. The castle turned out to be a four-bedroom double lock-up gar garage house, 40 years old in suburbia. Um, the Ferrari turned out to be a, a you know, a, a Commodore station wagon. The, the handsome prince and the beautiful princess turned out to be a toad. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a bit, oh, that's a bit sad. I'm <laughs> oh, just joking, just joking. <laughs> but, but, you know, and we've all had to accept that, oh, okay, well, maybe we've had to downgrade that, that dream about it, what our life was going to be like. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you a question then, David, on oh, that. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so, because, I mean, we do. We, we all have dreams about, you know, what our life is going to look like at that point. And I know when I was, you know, 16, 17, leaving school, and I was like, wow, you know, I had all these dreams. The world is my oyster. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was going to marry a millionaire. So yep. I'm, I've been married now for 41 years, and I don't think I've seen a million dollars yet. But anyway, that's that's It'll another come. story. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, okay, so life then happens we we have we have that goal and plan and dream and whatever right at the beginning of what our life's going to look like and then and then real life happens you reality know. bites yeah, yeah reality reality does you know so why do people um put up with the pain of real life or for some people it's even the agony of real life why why do people continually repeat you know the same the same thing year after year after year and just put up with what does it, you know, does it be, just become the norm, the norm for them? Well, I, I'm not sure if you've heard the saying, how do you boil a frog? Um, have you heard this one? No, no. Because if you throw a frog into boiling water, apparently they hop straight out again. But if you put them into cold water and put it on the stove and just gradually increase the temperature, they don't notice what's happening and they get cooked. Right. Now, I don't know if that saying is, has got any truth to it at all, but it's kind of explained to me that way, and it, it makes perfect sense because the day after you left school, you had this vision, this grand vision. A week later, you still had that grand vision. Six months later, maybe, just maybe, you'd just taken a tiny little bit of a shine off it because, oh, maybe this is a bit harder than I thought. A year later, it might be like I'm at university, I've got no income, I've got to use hex debt and to, to carry me through my studies or, you know, I'm an apprentice and I'm trying to pay off a car and I want to go out with my girlfriend and, and the reality starts to bite, but it only bites a little bit at a time. And so what happens is as 41 years go by, you don't notice every day that you've downgraded, that you've shifted, that you've changed Day by day, week by week, month, year by year, that's what happens. And we actually learn to do it, to, to be able to do it. And, and we don't even notice it happening. And, you know, when I, I run workshops and seminars, I, I, I talk about this particular thing. And, I, and as a role play, what I do is I stand bold upright when I talk about just left school, excited about life. And then as I start talking about the reality starting to set in, I start to hunch over and stoop lower and lower and lower and lower until my hands are almost dragging on the floor. And I say, isn't this what happens? You know, we just learn 
Oh, okay, so um, looks like I've got to work 45 hours a week. Oh, it looks like I've got to work 50 hours a week. Oh, it looks like I've got to get a second job. Oh, it looks like, looks like, and all of these things you start to just accept and you, you just learn how to deal with it. You learn how to cope with it and you get okay with it. And you actually learn that pain's bearable. In fact, you can actually get to learn that agony is bearable. And when you stop, and this is why we said at the start, right now is a great opportunity to stop and reflect. And say, where am I? What's last year looked like? What would I have liked it to look like? Which is, you know, I think that the demonstration that we did here today, where, you know, both of us, if we just looked at the last year, we would have said, oh, yeah, last year was okay. But if we said, what would we like the perfect next year to look like? It's totally different. Mm -hmm. So there's this gap, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there really is. And as you say, I I think we get really complacent or or comfortable about our reality or or we just go, well, you know what? It wasn't that bad. (laughs) Uh, I I can do pain. (laughs) I can do pain. (laughs) Well, and and the thing is, David, we, we forget about pain so quickly, you know, and I shared with you earlier, you know, just thinking about the pain of childbirth, you know. Oh, yeah, I know all about that. Well, yeah, of course you do, you know. (laughs) Right, yeah, I bet you... you I I watched it four, three times, you know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, good for you, good for you. You know, but the thing is, you you forget about that pain of childbirth when you've had your first child until you're nine months pregnant with the second child and then it comes back to you and you think, oh, my goodness, I have to go through that pain again. I don't want to do this. I remember how bad it was, right? And so... So we get, but see, just just doing the day-to-day, same old, same old, like this couple I was talking about, he'd been working 60 hours a week for a couple of years. And for him, it was the normal. It was just, oh, well, this is what life's like. This is, you know, I just have to accept that this, this is what it's like. Nothing's ever going to change. Yep. And so I guess the question for our listeners today is, you know, as we said, next year is 2020. It's the year of vision. Um, getting really clear about what it is you actually want, looking back at this year and going, well, yeah, it was okay, but are there things that we could have changed? Is there something we could have done to improve this year to make next year even better? And what do we have to do to do that? And I know last week we talked about goals and we don't really want to go there this week, but what does it actually take? What do we have to do to make that change? Yep. Well, I actually don't, I kind of disagree because I think really this, it's an extension of last week and setting goals. But I, I guess what you were just saying is, you know, the, the blank canvas and the perfect next year, you know, it's probably unrealistic for anybody to think that they could just live in holiday mode 365 days a year every year. You know, reality says you actually have to do something yeah. to, to earn that, to deserve that. So, But looking at people who are seriously in pain and struggling, just looking at next year and deciding to claim back just a, a little bit of what's been lost rather than just letting it keep sliding away, like the holiday with the family that you talked about yeah. there. You know? yeah. Okay, let's, let's make a decision. 2020 vision, how can we do something better and different what would we like to do better and different and and let's just pick something that we think is doable if you can't see something you can't make it happen you know and your no. expect your expectation largely determines your reality 
Mm. And so if you expect next year to be the same as this year, guess what? You know, it, it will be the same. Yeah. So yep. now it's really a case of, okay, we've had a bit of a listen to David and Carolyn present us with some thoughts and why don't we actually stop and have a bit of a, a look and maybe not just at the last year, maybe at the, you know, the, the last long time. Yeah. And go, where, how, is this, how have we gotten to this point? Why are we putting up with what we're putting up with? Mm-hmm. What, what's the first thing we would claim back if we decided that we're going to change? Next 2020 is going to be different. Um, and I guess this is kind of like, it's, it's a bit New Year's resolution-y, but it's not New Year yet. Um, <laughs> no. But, and as you say, it is a bit of a continuation of last week um, on, you know, let's, let's set a goal for next year or let's decide what we, yep. how we actually want next year to be different to this year, you yep. know. Um, and I, I think the first thing we have to do is to actually sit back and go, well, um, the reality is that, yep, this year was okay, but we didn't have a holiday this year. We, yep. we couldn't we couldn't afford a holiday, you know. And the number of my clients that say to me, you know what, I'd just like a family holiday. Yep. Um, and that's that seems to be a common thing for so many people because it's the holiday that gets put on the back burner. Yep. Oh, we can't really afford it. That's, that's too much. So we'll just put it on hold and yep. two or three years go by and, oh, we haven't had a holiday in three years. Yep. You know, how often have you heard that? Because it's always the luxuries that go when you, you find you're yeah. under money pressure. And then, and, yeah. and, and then the definition of a luxury starts to decline. Well, yeah, that's right. And, and what does that... So, so I guess the first thing is, you know, well, let's just say that, um, you know, Mystery Family A wants to have a holiday next year. They haven't had a holiday for three years. Yep. Um, how can they make that happen? next year what does that what does that look like yeah and and i think today what we've set out to achieve here is to get people to actually stop and have a really good hard think about where they're at and what they would like to do differently next year so let's let's go with the holiday yeah um let's go on a holiday (laughs) (laughs) um so it's and i'm probably going to draw on your experience here as a spending planner how many times when you've sat down because i mean i know what you're going to say because i've you know I wrote the book on spending planning, but it's, it's quite some time since I've actually sat with a family because I've, I've spent my time now supporting the spending planners. So you guys are at the coalface. How often is it that when you sit down with a family, you find that they're between a rock and a hard place, but the rock is actually movable. It just takes a little bit of planning and time to move it. Yes. And then, then opportunities to, to do something like a holiday actually become a reality. Yeah. And, you know, David, yeah, and it, it's a common thread, which is why I picked the holiday because it's a it's a common theme when I'm um, working with my clients right at the beginning. Yeah. And see, and, and this particular family, you know, said to me at the beginning, well, how, how can we put money away for a holiday when we've got so much debt sitting there and, and you know, so we're just continually trying to pay down debt and, yeah, yeah. and make ends meet and, and stay afloat and stuff. And so when we put that initial plan in place for them, you know, I say to them, look, you you need to have um, a plan to make sure that your essential bills are paid on time all the time, right? Yep. Everyone has to pay their essential bills. Yep. So let's put a plan in place for that. Now let's put a plan in place for an emergency fund so that if the plumbing breaks or the fridge 
breaks down or you need a new battery for the car, you're going to have money there waiting. So, so you're not, not, so it's yeah. not, a, yeah, it's not, yeah. A, so, you, so you're not oh, going to have yeah. to, well, yeah. So you're not going to have to reach for the credit card and go, oh my goodness, yeah. let's just use the credit card, right? And so what I did for this family, we we set those two um, two accounts in place, and then we set a goal to pay down their debt, right? Mm -hmm. And so once we had that sorted, um, I then said to them, okay. So hang on, when you say sorted, you don't mean the debt paid off, you just mean the plan. No, no, we just had, we just created a plan for them because okay, they, yeah. they had quite a large amount of debt. But I said to them, what you have to realise is that they had three young children mm -hmm. and they, they badly wanted a holiday and they needed a holiday. They really did. They yeah. needed some, some excitement in their life. They needed something to look forward to. And so we created um, a plan for their debt to have that paid down. And we also then took some of that money and we started a holiday account. And some people will go, oh, you know, you can't have a holiday if you're paying down debt. But I maintain that there has to be balance in yep. life. You have to have a balance, right? Yep. And so what we did was we had the plan for their debt to be paid consistently. Um, and, and we had, you know, I think it might have been, even a three-year plan at that point because they did have quite a bit of debt. Mm -hmm. um, we had the emergency savings. We had their bills being paid on time all the time. And we had their savings goal growing. Yep. Um, growing. And then within, and once once he started to see that money growing, he's like, oh, wow, we can book a cruise um, because you don't actually have to pay for a cruise until you're almost on it. So yeah. you can book it with no money. Yeah. And so they booked it and then that was their goal. They were like, wow. So what do we have to do to get there? Right. And, and let me guess, once it was booked, that supercharged yep. their resolve yep. to get there. Yeah. Absolutely. Abs so all of a sudden, that 60-hour week that he was working, he would come home and he'd go, you know what, I don't mind working 60 hours a week because I've got a goal. I've yep. got a plan. We're going on a cruise. Yeah, and that is that is so so important. And you know, in my younger days, I would have totally disagreed with that. But I see now, as I've worked with people over the years and listened to the spending planners telling me the stories of their clients, if you don't have something to make you excited about getting up in the morning, yeah, and going to work, it, it it's pretty much a pretty sad story. So you you've got to. Well, so, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So how do people get that, Carolyn? As if, as if I don't know. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. So, so for our listeners, you know, you have to. Um, well, basically, it, you need to put a plan in place for your money. So, yeah. as as spending planners, that's what we do. Um, you know, the institute trains trains all of us planners, and there's plenty of us out there. We're in every state of Australia. Yeah. Um, so, if people want to find a spending planner just to have a chat, they can go to findaspendingplanner.com and um, they can choose a planner from, from any state of Australia and um, they can just have a free chat and work out what it would actually look like, you know. It doesn't hurt to have a chat and we always say, you know, the, the first step and it's probably the hardest step for most people. Um, I've had some of my clients say, you know what, I've been, I've been watching you and thinking that I need to make a change for the last three years and finally, I've decided that this is the year. So what I would say to people listening is next make year, 2020, the year. 2020 vision, make yep. 2020 the year. You yep. know, it's it's an exciting, it's a bit like when we got to the year 2000, we all thought it was the oh, end wow. of, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and now we're at 2020, believe it or not, you know, yeah. but but it's, it's a pivotal point, you know. So 
sit down, reflect back on the year that was and go, you know what, next year we want to do something exciting, whether it be a holiday or just a weekend away or more family time or whatever, yep. put a plan in place for that to happen and, um, and yeah, start, you know. Yep. Well, it was only because you had actually had that get together with that family that that man actually started to think about the fact that he could have a holiday. So, yeah, you know, it, it's so hard to change something on your own, especially when you're in the pits. So, and that's why why we basically I, I created the institute and started training spending planners because it's like having somebody else to help you get up and make some exciting decisions about life and what yep. you want to do. But also help you prepare a plan that actually that says you can make it happen. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like I was actually um, chatting with a client the other day, and and she's actually been with me now for for a couple of years. And and I said to her, you know, why? What is it um, that you get from me? Um, every month because we've been doing this now for two years and I know you're more than capable of, of running your own your own you know your own Do life yourself. and your own money and whatever yeah. you've you've got the plan in place and she said you know what she said I like the fact that someone is on the phone with me once a month just to say hey how are you going how's your you know have you got your goal in place for next year do you know where you're heading looks like your plan's going really really well you know and it's it she said it's just knowing that that person's on the other end of the phone, someone who really who really cares and who is really concerned yep. about the fact that I have, you know, I have a life and I'm moving forward with what with what I want to achieve, cool. you know. And um and that's what we do as planners, you know. So and I often say anyone can use a you know, a, a banking app or whatever, which is probably another podcast for another day. Yeah. You know, um but what we do is create that that person who's going to not just talk the talk but they're going to walk the walk with you they're going to yeah. be there for you you know so. so let's look at our podcast for today we set out to get people to actually have a look at themselves in in the rear vision mirror we wanted people to actually dream a little bit about what they could do differently and unless you actually do the blank canvas view it's too easy to get stuck in the oh i'm okay i'm i'm doing pain and i'm doing it good i know how to do pain really well so the blank canvas is a really good way to get yourself to think about what else might be possible and then to, to realise that it might be a simple little change but one week, one month, one year at a time, you can actually start to create the life that you want. So yeah, spending planners are there. If, get on to uh, findaspendingplanner.com if you think it'd be worth having a chat and I definitely recommend that. So Carolyn, you want to do the honours and finish us up for today? I absolutely will. Thanks so much, David. It's been great talking to you yeah, about I've this topic. It. It's been good. Um, so, Succeed with Money is a podcast series by the Spending Planners Institute. I'm Carolyn Mose, and David and I look forward to chatting with you again next time when we'll be discussing another interesting topic relating to life and money because nobody fails with money on purpose. 
If you've got a question you'd like us to answer or a topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, um, if you're already a, mem a member of our Facebook group, you can post your question there. If you're not a member, you should join our Facebook group. Just search for Succeed With Money podcast within Facebook and just request to join the group and we'll accept that straight away for you. Once you're in, you can post your question and we'll respond. The other thing that we'd love you to do, if you've enjoyed this podcast, um, please go to um, Apple Podcasts and you can put a rating and a review on there for us. That would be fantastic. Um, if you're not on Facebook, you can also send us an email at admin at spendingplannersinstitute.com. David and I thank you for listening and um, it's bye until next week. Bye for now.